0: KCLR Live Sport. The St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Round 5. James Stevens versus Ballyhale Shamrocks. With thanks to Jerry Cummerford Drilling Limited. Well Drilling Services Pilltown. Jerry Drilling.ie.
1: Yeah, thank you very much, Shane. You're very welcome to a sun John Locke Park, officially 26 degrees in Callan. It was uh, 25.5 as we passed out through Cuffs Grange, but officially 26, and it looks like it's going to get that little bit warmer. Two talking points here, two big talking points. Uh, Paddy Mullen and Adrian Mullen are not starting for Ballyhill. Shamrocks in comes Liam Barron and Stephen Barrett. So there's two late replacements, and likewise on the James Stevens team, two late replacements. Adam O'Connor, listed at left corner back at number four, is not starting. Dermot Cody has picked up up a knock, he's not starting, so 19 is in number, 19 is Mikey Byrne, he'll play at left corner, back, well that's where we're told he'll be playing and number 17, David Hennessy, who'd be no uh, real stranger to a starting 15, he's played quite well in most of their matches up to now, whether it be starting or whether he's come on as a sub, I just said it's the Senior Hurling League, Group A it's round 5, and Eddie of it's probably the pick of all the games today but in saying that, they're all hugely important we're up and running here, Gavin Quilt is our match referee
2: that's a great start for
1: James Stevens, Brendan. Straight, straight in, straight in. Oh, stri- over the
2: bar. What a start! S- Sean Oak there, Brendan.
1: Sean Oak from the puck in, gathered the ball, goes in straight over the bar. Sean Ray, number thirteen today. Eddie too late changes. Big talking point: Adrian Mullen, Paddy Mullen not starting.
2: Yeah, big time. Paddy came off, limped off injured the last day. Adrian had been sent off, so he obviously picked up an injury. Uh, he didn't get sent off, in fairness, he got a second yellow card I thought but uh, he'd limped off injured the last day as well. So a big, big loss for Ballyhill. They really are starting to pick up the numbers of players missing from the team that won the All Ireland last year. But they need to win today. They're relegation semi-final
1: and the ball's with Owen Cody he knocked it back uh, downfield has it there's one swung into the club post end and we could be on parity here already Owen Cody wearing 12 and that's another white flag so with less than a minute on this block Eddie if this is the start of things to come we may get extra pages one <laughs> point apiece Cody's on the score sheet that's, a, that's
2: an unbelievable score as well Brendan I think sometimes when it's Owen Cody we, 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 we lose
1: the appreciation for what
2: he just did Picked the ball up in the corner flag worked the ball out into the space himself on the 14 out on the touchline turns and as, as cool as you like banging over the bar but what great conditions for playing! today as well, obviously it's very very hot and water breaks are being introduced today for this game so it's uh, it's obviously trying to give the players a bit
1: of a hand. Well, it certainly is, here come the Shamrocks Dara Corker and he's back in a right corner back position, the hand pass back to Dean Mason I'll give you both lineups in a minute, Dean is very strong off his left hand side, drives it down but it's going straight to a centre half back position and will be tidied up by Niall Brazel he's wearing number 6 for the village, they're moving it forward at speed, down towards Ross Whelan came a little bit too fast, clash of the ash, Gavin Quilty opens up the arms and said, fair play is good fun and good sport, fair old hefty Shoulders, you'll always get that with the village. And James Stevenson, James Stevens, picking back up the breaking ball in the middle of the park. A high challenge on Keen Kenny coming forward. The referee has played an advantage. Got to Ross Whelan and the umpire on the far end is Martin Quilty, and he was like the nodding dog in the back window There, he nodded the head four or five teams It was confident Ross Whelan nailed that. Two points to the village, one point to Shamrocks. It's a great start, Eddie. Absolutely brilliant start to this game. I'm going to tell you a few of the changes as well. It's very, very interesting.
2: Dara Hawkern has moved into fullback. I thought Ballyhale were very vulnerable. Last week there's been a clash there now but Dara 's is actually down injured as i mentioned his name two players Maybe injured hits there but this is going to be james stevens on the ball the referee's going to stop it but brendan last last sunday it was very evident in the bennett's bridge game bally Hale, it was the first day i really seen how much they were missing joey holding a fullback his presence the way he goes himself they've obviously seen that themselves the last day i know Liam blanchfield is a huge unit so Dara's after moving into fullback he's going to be picking up Rafter. Liam Rafter is a big man as well, so it'd be interesting to see how that battle goes there. And it's Tyga Dwyer that's down injured at the moment. I think Tyge is kind of operating around corner forward.
1: Yeah, Tyga's picked up a knock, as has uh, the Shamrocks man, Dara Corcoran. And uh, we have the Detail Mens were a man of the match today now. Dara Mason can win it because he works in Detail Mens were in High Street and but he still can win it, Eddie. Right, if he plays well, you're entitled to include him in your selection later on. But that's up to the listeners 083 306 Detail Mens were a man of the match today. Stay listening. And a uh, few text us in who you feel is the best player on the park if that matches any selection you'll a chance of winning that 50 euro voucher and a huge big thank you to Jerry Comerford, Well Drilling Limited Well Drilling Service for residential, commercial and agriculture clients jerrycomerforddrilling.ie our main sponsor of the game this afternoon we'll restart the game with an indirect free Gavin Quilty, the match referee from Sleeve route tells us off we go ball is knocked down field Ty runs towards it on the end and line it might carry too far no he done really well to keep it in Dara Mason goes to try and get goal side of him turns back onto his left hand side from a difficult angle Tygo Dwyer oh he's hit the post he's hit the post Shamrocks have got to tidy this up and Richie Reid gathers a pleasant intelligent ball Devin Shefflin on the far side Shefflin's been fouled he's caught high but good advantage from the match referee again out comes Dara Mason from full back down to a wing half forward position that's going out over the line on the far side if you just joined us two points to James Stevens one point to the Shamrocks we will be bringing you right around the grounds for all that's happening in the remainder and all the other games here in the St Canis' Credit Union senior hurling league round five line ball in the far side Eddie but started fast and furious but we didn't expect anything else no this is it we definitely expected it to start fast
2: and furious Shamrocks have actually dropped him in with a sweeper they're only playing with five in the forwards I'd say it's the first time we've seen that in a long time Brendan uh, so they're definitely playing with only five in the forwards they've set a sweeper in there in front of the full back line great ball again, from David Hennessy
1: downfield bit of a battle in there That's Derek. Uh, Randa's well there. to be Liam Rafter was the man who was deemed to have committed the foul. The James Stevens team line out with Gavin Costigan in the goal. Shane Donahue, Luke Murphy, and Mikey Byrne in the full back line. But Niall Delaney, Niall Brazzle, and David Hennessy in the half back line. Luke Scanlon, the captain. He's partnering William Spencer in the middle of the park. Meanwhile, the ball comes forward. It's a good take by Niall Delaney at half back. Centre half forward is Ty where He's flanked on the outside by Keen Kenny and Ross Whelan in the full forward line. Sean Minogue, Liam Rafter, and Owen Gilfoyle. Ball comes downfield, but Brian Butler is racing back to gather this one. Brian Butler gets the rise. He's going to play to the man behind him. He plays it to the man behind him. And they're moving it out of the left corner, back position. Quick delivery down to the middle of the park. Sprinting out to try and get Cody. He's done well. Owen, but the ball runs too far. It's picked up by Keane Kenny. Kenny knocks it back to his centre-back. The centre-back is Niall Brazel. Brilliant ball downfield. It's interesting to see Ty Goodwire playing top of the left at the moment. Darren Mason gets in a nice touch. Knocks it off his stick, but the Dwyer recycles it. Moves it well across, but Brian Butler intercepts. Got the stick up into the air. Took the sting out of it. Shamrocks control it to try and play control ball out of the fence. It's down towards Owen Keneally, back helping out his defence. Now they're coming through the middle of the park. Village lead two points to one. It's a great, bright opening. There's a long range effort from the middle of the park. And if that's oh, there's a cracking score. Killian Corcoran, what Killian a score! Killian Corcoran, he's the corner back on the Shamrocks team. Eddie Scully you've just said it. Great score.
2: Absolutely brilliant, Brendan. It was worked out of the defence A couple of hand passes
1: there, popped to the Killian
2: between the 45 and 65. Not a breath of air and absolutely stitched it straight over the bar. I think it's Brazel having a go
1: from distance here now. But so there's no wind whatsoever. It's 27. Oh, it's look at a deflection. That could be a 65 though. No, Dar Mason keeps it in. Or uh, Dean, I should say. a a fullback. Dean's in the goal. Down to the middle of the park. Gathered by Owen Keneally. Keneally for the Shamrocks. Lays it off. The man that just scored. Killian Corkman. Lashes one over into the corner. There's two good men over there. One is wearing 15, Niall Shortle. But it's gone a little bit too far. And it'll give us time to grab our breaths. Two points apiece, Eddie. Early days yet. And we've six minutes played. Yeah, it's a fabulous start to the game there. It's a bit of kind of shadow boxing. in the
2: last couple of seconds there, you can see the teams trying to get their matchups fairly right. TJ looks like he's going to be getting picked up there by um, the number five there, Neil Delaney. He looks to be going close on, kind of man-to-man with TJ. He'll have his work cut out there as well. TJ's actually moved into full forward there now, as I say that, and Luke Murphy is picking him up. But very, very even start to the game. We kind of had expected that, but again Hale they're, they're settling in missing Paddy and Darren Mullen is massive though yeah, two big and Adrian losses. I should say
1: here comes Sha- uh, Village coming forward knocked the ball in the field Ross Whelan scored already has uh, he scored yeah. again yes he has he's got his second and the Village lead by three points to two he's a man playing with confidence Eddie they're moving the ball well the great thing about the great weather we're having there's been a bit of growth in the last few weeks we plenty of rain the pitch is beautiful it's lush here but we are a good old friend Eddie Dylas we? we always talk about the wind down this end of the pitch there's no wind today, so there's no excuse for white. that's a great take by Cody from out of field that's a super score poetry in motion just from the puck out of Dean Mason to the 45 on the clubhouse end up goes On Cody grabs it in the left hand strikes it off his left hand side three points apiece Eddie Scalley yeah they're going to have to get a handle on Owen Cody there as quick as possible he's he started
2: this game really really well it's a bit of a mistake by the keeper but it's alright he'll tidy it up Gavin but Costiga. Owen started brilliant that's another absolutely outrageous score from Cody he's just a joy to watch Brendan certainly
1: is a joy to watch ball is cleared by Shane Donahue the cornerback for the village I'll give you the uh, full lineup of the Shamrocks in a few more two late changes no Adrian Mullen no Paddy Mullen in comes Liam Barron and Stephen Byrne. Shamrocks defending big ball down towards TJ ball around the corner here comes TJ Reid first run for TJ it's a two and two situation spreads it oh lovely oh, turn yes. ball TJ Reid oh <laughs> take that out of oh. on your bag that's as good a move as you'll see from the 2022 All-Ireland Club champions 1-3 to the Shamrocks three points to James Stevens. that was a typical 1-2 and oh, can we call it a 3-4 oh. took. that was poetry in
2: motion again Brandon, that's, that's as good a goal as you're ever going to see, the admission fees are all covered there with that alone, Only a fiver by it's the way it. Brendan, he, he caught the ball out there TJ himself laid it off to Owen Cody, Owen didn't even get it into the hand, he just batted it back, flicked it straight back to TJ, put him straight in and that's an absolutely brilliant goal for the Shamrocks James Stevens is going to want to respond as quick as they can they certainly
1: are and Amanda's responding very well it's all since the start of this game as Ty Godwire referee I think is going to throw in the ball on the 20 metre line a bit of a stalemate it wasn't coming back out but that goal is an absolute belter and uh, we'll be going around the grounds in a few minutes to see how things are going in the other Games. This one is brought to you thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited. We welcome all our listeners across the world, across Carlo, Kenny on the KCLR. Up and out, Dermot is tuned in and he's loving it in Coolston uh, in Croydon. And uh, hello to all our friends in that neck of the woods and I do hope you're enjoying the hurling here on KCLR. Michaeling Motors football later on this evening from Carlo. Also tomorrow, there's the first wide of the afternoon, flagged wide on the left hand side. The scoreboard reads three points to James Stevens, but from that goal, from TJ Reed. It's 1-3 to the Shamrocks. So the Shamrocks lead by three. Here's the puck out from Dean Mason. Right over to the far side. Going short with it. Now they're going to send it downfield from the fullback, Darra. Dara sends a big, big ball downfield. Underneath it is TJ Reed. He breaks it. The breaking ball favours James Stevens. They've tidied it up well and they're going from distance. The centre back Nile he fancy this from a long way out. Now if uh, it goes over Eddie, it's a great score. But when it doesn't go over, you say, Why didn't you do something else? you probably got an instruction. To go for your scores when you can. It's a white I, ball. But no,
2: this is it now to be a brilliant finish. He's a good free taker as well. Like so, he come out with the space there, but it's wasteful when it goes wide like that. And it's very frustrating for the forwards inside when they do that. But Niall is sitting in front of the two lads inside TJ and Owen Cody. The last ball that went in there, I thought Niall was way over this side of the field. He wasn't really helping that way, but he got lucky to break Bop down and he got in on half. But that's what he's going to
1: be doing. I'd say today is sitting in front of the two lads. Here he is on the ball again. sideline ball. David Hennessy knocks it back. to was just delayed on that, but he done well to get out of trouble. Niall Short was coming back around to uh, try and win it back from him. It's a good old fashioned game. Good long ball downfield. is this to be the chance it was a great chance for Sean oh, yeah. Minogue it's going to be a free it looks like his arm was held free from just outside the 20 metre line and it's a chance for James Stevens to pull one back Eddie let, uh, just about 10 minutes played it's been enjoyable and you're enjoying it yourself Ah, look it has been Brendan like that, that goal itself
2: you know for the lads listening at home the, the players are running in there there's water going in all over the field they need it there is a water break as well in four or five minutes but that goal itself has been the, the standout moment of the match Luke Scanlon um, I don't know if you've had many James Stevens games this year Brendan Luke is playing centre forward there in the blue white
1: helmet I had, one in, I had one in dance forward one night I'll never forget it <laughs> oh, that, was, that was the thriller in Manila that there, was the, the ten thriller in Manila yeah. Owen oh, Gilfile sticks that free in and over the bar sorry Eddie I just had to try in that little no, bit no, of the, the against ten the bridge apiece, yeah, we shouldn't have it. been allowed out never mind the hurlers El, El
2: Clasico as it's going down <laughs> as, but but Luke's been lighting up the championship for for James Stephens he's been man of the match in two or three of the games he's been very quiet so far uh, he's been held very tight so we need to see Luke getting into this game James Stevens need him in this game big time
1: Brian Butler to Richie Reid nice short intricate play from the Shamrocks to the middle of the park it comes and a long range effort comes again from Killian Corcoran to the clubhouse end but that's the first wide for the Shamrocks in this opening half here in the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Group A Round 5 with thanks to Jerry Cumberford well drilling services here 11 minutes on the clock here come James Stevens, nice interesting sporting again. Niall Delaney fine hurler playing at wing half back there's an advantage coming here hasn't worked <coughs> up we're coming back for free I think it was a late little clip not, not a malicious one not But just a little late late hit there. I think it was um, Owen, I think, caught
2: him a little bit late. There was nothing in it. The one thing I'd say, Brendan, is the Shamrocks have decided to set up, as I said to you, with with seven defenders and five forwards, which is fine. If you've TJ Reid known Cody is two forwards in the full forward line, you need need, seven less to mark. That's it, you know, so they're not (laughs) under pressure. The problem James Stevens have is there's seven defenders back there on their six forwards they can't have their defenders just bombing balls down the field like that. Niall Brazel, they're going to have to work it into the middle third of the field and try and draw out the Shamrocks players, then have an equal, you know what I mean, that yeah. it's six on
1: six. This is well within Niall Brazel's scope. Now He's midway between the 45-65, his own half of the park, 10 metres in from the stand side sideline all he to do is strike this accurately and it's there because no win no nodding look at that ball just say it. that's absolutely dynamite sends it downfield long range free Niall Brazel and you know what the last two scores in the village have pulled it back to a one point game Eddie Scully 1-3 yeah, no, to you 5 know, the ball is nearly
2: wiped out and that's what they want to do Ballyhale are going to work the poke out short you can see what they've done there the four straight line across the full back line so it's, it's, it's a brilliant start to this game
1: certainly so Shamrocks won three Jem Stevens five points we're going back to Robbie we're going around the grounds that's what the score is here lads with 12 minutes played in Callum
0: thanks very much Brendan we're going to go straight over to Greg Bally Callum versus Aaron Zone out in Park locked in Freshford Adrian Ronan how's it going?
3: Yeah, 12 minutes gone here Shane and it's Greg Valley Callan 1-5 uh, Aaron's own Comer three points great start by Greg Valley Callan opening point from Tommy Ronan then followed up by a great free from Billy O'Neill to make it two points to nil third point then from Ryan Cork and he got off to a great start to make it three points to no score and then John Dowd put a great ball over the bar for Comer to make it 3-1. Then Eddie Brennan put a ball over the bar to make it 3-2. Aaron McAvoy replied with a great point to make it 4-2. But uh, Sean Ryan put a free over to make it 5 points. And then Conor Ford, made it 5-3. But the goal after 14 minutes, Billy Ryan breaking ball from uh, Conor Delaney and Tommy Brown. The brawl broke to Jeff Nary. He gave a great pass to Billy Ryan. And from 40 yards, Billy Ryan ran through the middle and st- uh, hit an unstoppable shot into the top corner. Into top. Sean Boogies, Greg Bally Callan in the driving seat just as he joined us. Billy O'Neill put another free over to make it 1-6 to 3 points Greg Belly Cannon playing into the city and they're doing quite well at this stage with his early days in Park Lacton Greg Belly Cannon won 6 his own 3 points
0: Thanks very much Ronnie, there you have it Now we're going to go straight over to Raymond Byrne who is at Glenmore versus Bennisbridge in Inishtig How's it going out there Raymond? Not uh, too bad
4: Robbie at all 13, nearly 14 minutes gone Glenmore one 5-4 to four points Bennisbridge It's a lively affair here then good job in the score with Liam Blanchfield from a point in, followed by Cahill Byrne with a point. Then Liam Byrne pointed, play. and Nicky Clear had a miss, an easy miss free Jarrell Jarrell popped up then after he ran on to a breaking and ball, and the ball ended up in the back of the net for Jarrell. Nicky Clear followed with a point. Alan Murphy pointed from a play, and then Tommy Kelly got a long range point as well. Jarrell was pointed, and then Liam Blanchfield followed with another great score, and Cahill Byrne caught the ball in the middle of the field, and let fly and split the force from about 50 metres out which was a great score and more one five to four points and that's the, the story here in the sun drenched dynasty
0: thanks very much Raymond Burns straight over now to the Brian Dowling who's at O'Loughlin's versus Danesford in Jenkinstown. how are you doing Brian?
5: Hi, there, Shane. Uh It's fifteen minutes gone here. O'Loughlin's lead two-five to six points. Uh, very lively affair so far. Um, Dan Ford started very well. Robbie Welsh and Dan Dowling scoring points in play. Uh, when O'Loughlin's came back in, with Mark Bergen free in a cat. He got his first score today for Dan Ford. He's having a right battle with uh, Mikey Butler so far here. Uh, Paddy Butler then scored for O'Loughlin's, and then the first game The first goal of the game came from um, Owen Wall. Shortly after that, after brilliant work from from Mark Bergen and um, put the put the ball in play for him and Owen. Brilliant finish at back. Let them no chance, and uh, the second goal for O'Loughlin came from Shea, um you know, broke through and a great finish. It was a really good game. and so the goals are are a big difference so far. But Forth are really competitive here and and throwing everything. And you know, they, they probably have nothing to play for because they're they're bottom of the table. But they're you know they're using this game. It's supposed to, to build it confidence for the next round. The goal chance there, but O'Loughlin just get away with it. So 15 minutes gone here, it's O'Loughlin two five Dane four six points.
0: Thanks very much, Brian. He might get into the team of the week this week. Now, Robbie, uh, we're going to go now to Ballyragged. We- we have Mark Dowling at Dixborough versus Toller Road. Mark, how's it going?
6: Coach, yeah, about 16 minutes gone there. Uh, the Borough with a 1-6 to 5 points. Uh, got a goal right at the, at the very start in the first minute. And um, Nolan got in for, for an easy enough goal, really. Um, and uh, look, there's not much between them, really. The Borough look a bit lively in the top half. forwards are very quick and, and sick enough, to be fair. Um, on the other on the other side of it Toronto kind of fairly dependent on uh, Mosse Kion and to a lesser extent Shane, Shane Welch Try and, and, and get the ball to stick it's quite an open game uh, no wins you know so it's it's kind of tit for tat really that goal is, is the main difference but it's 1-6 it's to 5 points just notably mm-hmm. as well Shane uh Garods didn't start the match for, for um Tolerone. He wasn't the warm up and he looks he looked everything fine but for, for whatever reason he didn't start so he's obviously a loss for him But there's uh 16, 17 minutes gone at this stage trying to water break uh and it's six for a one six Tolerone five points.
0: Thanks ever so much, Mark. There's been goals in every game now around the Kilkenny senior hurling league. Clara versus Mullen Nevada is a bit of a testy affair considering what's on the line. Eddie Doyle.
7: Yeah, Shane. We're here in Man and there's no goals in this game anyway. That's the one game that stands out. So it's currently, just after starting back after the water break, about 70 minutes on the clock from the start, and it is Clara four points, Munlevat five points. Clara starting off with a point from Martin Connolly. He's got two in the opening minutes, so he has very even game. But the Munlevat backs are, they're being put under pressure by Clara, and they're getting blocked down, and they need to they need to move the ball a little bit quicker. Clara, on the other hand, even though they're only a point behind, have had plenty of wides. And on the 14th minute their wing forward, Paul Cody had a great goal chance as well to put Clara in front, but he missed that Love that wide and Paul himself has had a couple of wides. So look at I think Mullavak need to move the ball a bit quicker, Clara a bit wait at the minute, but yeah, just eighty minutes coming up on eighty minutes now and it's Mullavat five points, Clara four points.
0: Thanks very much. Eddie
8: Robbie, really quickly, what way does the table look now? Yes, yeah, so, so far in group A, Shane Glenmore are on top with eight points, then come Greg Callan with six. We have the scenario where Bennis Bridge, James Stevens, and Ballyhale Shermucks are all on five and Aaron's Zone are on one point. In group B, as we're Stan Dixborough are on top with 10. O'Loughlin and Gales then are coming second with 8 points. Tullerone have 6. Mullinavat have 4. Clara have 2 in second bottom. And Dane's are bottom. So that is how the tables are standing with results going as they are.
0: That's how the table stands as we knew them at the time. Is there any change in the Ballyhill Shamrocks versus James Stevens game? Back to Brendan Hennessy and Eddie Scalley. Yes indeed yeah, come back banging the right time we had the water break you
1: hadn't missed most action but it was two frees from Niall Brazel we were 11 here level 7 points James Stevens, 1-4 to the Shamrocks but now uh, the Shamrocks have gone on a run down the far side on Cody from the time you got inside the 45 Eddie Scally turned to me and said there's a goal here we came back on air from all around the county and lo and behold Cody sticks it into the bottom of the net 2-4 to 7 points Shamrocks lead here Eddie Scally.
2: Absolutely brilliant goal another wide there now for us it didn't even drop short actually marked it down for wide Brilliant goal by Ballyhale. Two or three quick passes there. I think it was Niall Shortall in the end, flicked it out to Owen Cody. Owen, great run. Let go from a bit of a distance. But that's a trade of Ballyhale. If there's a goal on, they're taking it. They don't tap balls over the bar.
1: And Dean Mason fancied one from distance this time, but it goes to the right hand side and wide. I think that's only their second wide, is it, Eddie? And I think the village of two as well. It yeah, is the third. Right. Yeah. That's Shamrock's third, isn't it? Yeah, and the village and of just th- the two. two. The village with the two. Two, four to seven points since the game started. We've had the water break, but the clock says we're just on 20 minutes. But Gavin, here. We had the water breaks during the COVID pandemic. Also, we're back to the same situation here in the opening half at John Locke Park, Senior Hurling League Group A, round five, with thanks to Jerry Comifer Drilling Limited, well drilling services for residential, commercial, and agriculture clients. Check out jerrycomifer And uh, he told him to get up indeed. Here comes Brian Butler coming out with the ball. Nice. Ooh, his hand pass has gone way He's Go given it straight back to the village. He's coming downfield. Here's a shot coming in. That's a mistake by Ballyhale Shamrocks and punished Owen Guilfoyle. Sticks it in and over the bar. He scored a free early on. Two from Ross Whelan. William Spencer got a cracking score after racing through the middle. I mentioned the two frees from Neil Brazzle. Sean Minogue scored early in play. And for the Shamrocks, it's 1 2 for Owen Cody. 1 1 for TJ. The free uh, for the point for TJ. Goal from play. Killian Corcoran popped up uh, with a score also for Left corner back. So the scoreboard now reads 2 4 to Ballyhale Shamrocks, 8 points to James Stevens. There's two between the sides. The village, James Stevens, cleared the ball from a right corner back position. I'm not quite sure whether that's going to trickle it over the line. It has TJ no Reid Yeah, hard to see what with the out here in John Locke Park. The sun pops in behind uh, a fluffy cloud at the moment, did And it set us a bit of respite for the lads under because it's cruel, warm pitch
2: side. Ah, it is, you can see it. Like, I mean, it, it, it's absolutely roasting. This stand we're sheltered in here and it's absolutely roasting in here, Brendan. Um, but no, it's a heavy. Going. I will say one thing, their own kill got that ball popped out to him on the side of the feed If that was at the other end of the pitch, Ballyhill Shamrocks would have been tapping that over the bar, end
1: Yeah, it would have gone for a goal. You know, that's the difference here's these TJ two He's coming inside the 65 metre line, up to the 45, Ooh. sends it in. Uncharacteristically for TJ Reid, he sticks it to the left and wide. He shortened the grip on the stick that time, but you know what? I'm not making excuses for a man of his calibre, but there has to be moisture on the grip of a stick, and that could have slipped over his hand. It's, uh, only, I, it's it. only what I'm because it's not like him. No, it isn't, it
2: isn't. I think he caught it clean enough as well, in fairness, and, and yeah, right, it could have at the last minute on him but it's still by
1: his standards he won't be happy with that way Brendan Niall Brazel playing well at centre back for the village done well this time knocks it down towards Mikey Byrne Mikey wearing 19 he's in, in place of Adam O'Connor 17 David Hennessy started in place of Dermot Cody and the linesman on this side said that's a line ball and it's going to be a village village line ball 2-4 dead we have to detail menswear uh, man of the match competition today Eddie and I know it's early days yet but because we're breaking away and going to the other games we kind of have to give the Mrs. Murphys out there a little bit of a tip as to who's playing ah, yeah
2: no look like Owen Cody is lighting it up here, Brendan. Everything has been in his hand. He's had the ball in his hand three times. And he's won two in the back, and then Owen Gilfoyle at the other end of the field. Do you know, but there's there's lots of lots to be played here in the match. And like even Richie Reid here, now he's on the ball. Look who he's picking out there. David the
1: Shefflin backfield it goes to the corner back. He's on the score. She too. Killian Corcoran He's looking to send it downfield, but he's opposing fullback. Luke Murphy has done well here. Controlled it on the boss of the stick. The James Stevens man legs it down into the corner. There's three defenders, two attackers. One is the big man, Liam Rafter, at full forward. The other big man is William Spencer from the middle of the park but the Shamrocks tidied up and Richie Reid he's done well in the halfback position gets it as far as Brian Butler Brian Butler back to the advancing goalkeeper Dean Mason who worked his way out to his 20 metre line his ball downfield didn't go to hand and the village win it back the village win it back through Mikey Byrne Mikey down to the full forward Liam Rafter That's Liam it in. it's a great <laughs> score by the village this is a cracking game of hurling here in John Locke Park it's 2-4 to the Shamrocks but it's now 9 points to James Stevens. it's a 1 point game ah, look, it
2: was a brilliant score there in fairness said, number 19 isn't he coming into the team today, Mikey Byrne done really well. Played the ball inside, and the full forward Liam Rafter is out around the wing. It's a forward big position. man, isn't he? He's a huge man, but he was so casual. He batted it down to himself, turned, and he struck it like he was home in his own backyard practicing shooting. It was just a brilliant score, real cash, but really, really good score.
1: Niall Delaney knocks it back to Gavin Costigan, the goalkeeper for James Stevens. Gavin sends it downfield, two against two in this occasion. In comes the big man again, Liam Rafter, but the Shamrocks tidied up. Richie Reed, you'd know he's inter-county experience. He's tidied up a lot there, hasn't he? Ah, no, Richie's absolutely class. He loves that role as well just sits back and kind of protects it
2: there's TJ in the air that's what we love to see right in front of here
1: comes TJ breaks away from one gets away from two now turns in three plays oh. it against the ground TJ Reid oh that's a tackle and a half that's a rugby tackle we're in the middle of the Rugby World Cup we're at the start of it and uh, that was a fair dunt, but definitely a free the referee indicating a little bit high but he did really well to get away from two took on the third but the fourth man says you're going no further free into Shamrocks yeah look he took one for the team there I think TJ had no intention of uh, tapping that
2: over the bar either Brendan <laughs> he took off on the sixth like it's the thing I love about the Shamrocks when they play and it's the one thing about them if you remember Kilkenny in the early noughties if the ball went inside the 45 there was no one going for points it was goals fast Eddie or you know Gerta, whoever it was they were trying to get the ball it was always turn and
1: go for your goal Ballyhale are the same TJ, Owen Cody everything to get the ball in their hand they're looking for goals here he's looking for a point this time because he has the free outside to D it's 2-4 to the Shamrocks it's now 2-5 TJ Reid sends it in sends it over the bar 1-2 for TJ a goal from play two frees and it's now 2-5 to the Shamrocks nine points to James Stevens. two points between the sides eleven points to nine here we have uh, heading towards the final six minutes of the opening half here in the senior hurling oh league group at round five there's one from oh. the middle of the park that's gone in and over the bar and I think that's the full back is it was that's that Sean there oh, it was Cody it was it was own Cody it's gone in it's over the bar 1-3 for Cody He certainly ah, he's just on Mrs Murphy's list for the detail <laughs> men's were a man <laughs> of the match he's a ball broken midfield Brendan. Right he and he's just turned he
2: didn't even look up he knew where he was turned planted his feet bang straight over the black spot okay like, he's just brilliant Brendan he
1: certainly is Eddie and uh, we will be going round the grounds again and coming towards half time in all the games here in the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League and uh, we'd uh, like to thank everybody that has been tuning in and we've had good weather we'd have bad weather this is exceptional weather here 26 degrees plus now in Callan and if anyone around has a fan you can bring it up here to Eddie Scally. He's, uh, he's sweating like a fella He's has to claim seven in the bumper in Goran Park here at the moment <laughs> as James Stevens come out he's done well but he's slapped the ball now Brazzle, it's won back by Richie Reed who advanced up the field. Richie gets it across towards Owen Keneally. Owen, number 13 for the Shamrocks, from a difficult angle. That's an scorer. absolute cracking score. He was a metre in from the sideline, outside the 45, had a look at the clubhouse end. And Keneally says, I'm getting on that scoreboard. He's on it, Eddie. That's a great
2: score. And it'll do his confidence the world of good as well. Owen is one of the players that's coming into the team this year for the first. We're getting Reed, really, you know, he's one of the players they need now. Great, great score in between the two dugouts here in Callan, just right out in the touchline and bang straight over the black spot as well. Super, super. Peter
1: Reid working hard to try and wing back possession, but the village have it. Keen Kenny went forward. A bit of a scramble for possession out. Ball's gone loose on the ground. James Stevens to play a bit of football that booted this one along the ground. Oh, and Gilfoyle lights onto it off his left hand side. Gilfoyle, he's going That's to get free. the free. He's going to get a free. A little bit of a chop down, unintentional on the back of the hand. Shamrocks are trying to defend it. The free will be between the 45 and the 65, and it is the James Stevens men that will have it. Four minutes to the half time break, and whatever of time Gavin Quill, officials have. Pat Huben obviously doesn't want to to get a tan on the legs today, Pat's wearing the tracksuit bottoms it's very very warm it's a warm sun down on the sideline 2-7 to the Shamrocks 9 points to James Stevens. not a bad first half of Hurling Eddie still know, a few minutes to
2: go it really has been a very very good first half Keane Kenny there is getting a bit of treatment on his hand hopefully it's, it's, it's something small and he'll be fine there the, the other thing I'd say Brendan I'd probably be killed for saying this but you know Brian Cody's not famed for playing against teams with sweepers he absolutely hates doing it Shamrocks have thrown in a sweeper there today I wonder was that in the back of their minds as well I don't know now but uh, you know they have thrown in a sweeper there as well if you think about Kenny against Wexford and them occasions he used to drive them mad you know so I wonder is that a tactic that they've looked at today and said look let's try this
1: Keane Kenny is okay hand has got the little bit of repair that it needed meanwhile Dean Mason He's been an ever-present in that goal. I think he two All-Ireland Club medals in his top drawer. And he was still only 18 years of age, Dean. And here they come, downfield, the Shamrocks. Cody's wearing 12-1. He tried to lay in on that breaking ball in the far side. Another bit of stalemate between the 45 and the 20-metre line, but the ball is loose, so the referee is going to low play to continue. No, he's not. It wasn't coming out. <laughs> that was a rook, Eddie. I think there was about seven of each team in there looking for the slitter, so it's very, very competitive. We're on the stroke of halftime. Three-point lead for the Shamrocks. Yeah, look, at
2: everybody's it's, it's gunning for it there at the moment. It's been a really good score in half, 2-7 to 10. It's hard to believe Shamrocks are three points up. It doesn't feel like that much of a gap in it. I think the Shamrocks, you know... The two goals obviously are a killer; they're making a big, big difference in this game. But James Stevens are well in it, like they certainly
1: are. Well, the two goals come from Owen Cody and T.J. Reid. We'll be leaving John Locke Park immediately uh, when the fo- halftime whistle goes. We'll be going around the ground to get all the closing minutes of every other game and probably the half times because they'll all be filtering in as all games have started at half past one. But here in John Locke Park, it's two seven to the Shamrocks, ten points to James Stevens. James Stevens with a sideline cut in the left corner back position on the clubhouse end. Oh, Downfield, it goes a brilliant take. Owen Gilford nice pressure in the, the middle. He's gone to the 45 Gilfile. He taps a nice little short ball in but he's been Blocked down and Shamrocks defended it well. He should have done a little bit better with it. That was a dodgy looking hand pass, but the Shamrocks have got away with it. Killian Corcoran runs onto it. Killian Corcoran from the middle of the park. Ah, One point for the James Stevens men didn't materialise. Shamrocks win it back, and the cornerback, Killian Corcoran, says thank you very much. He gets his second in the first half. It's a four point lead for the Shamrocks on the stroke of half time. He's a beautiful stick man.
2: Absolutely brilliant. That's two scores for Killian there as well. Should really have been a score at the other end of the field. He has a chance to make up for it here now.
1: There's the shot coming in, this time from Owen that's a great reply yeah. and fair play to the Wasn't easy to do with after he missed the first opportunity, pulled it back to a three point game, 2 way yeah, to 11. And I think to be fair, Brian Cody, you'd expect, I, I would have thought, if
2: that was Eddie's galley, Eddie, and having a few words with Owen. Brian very casually shouted into Owen's game file, he just pointed at the post,
1: take it, to take, take the score.
2: And the next ball came into, and he did exactly what his manager said. So, you know, you know, all these players are only amateurs too, and it was just a small mistake. But Ballyhill, they did punish it straight away, but the points have him brought back by Owen straight away.
1: Big ball from Evan Shefflin, runs down and around the house, but it- it hasn't been uh, dealt with by the Shamrocks. The village clear it downfield. It goes Shamrocks back track through their wing half back Dara Corkran. He's done well. Gets it off to Dean Mason. Great ball. Finds a man in space. The man in space is Owen Keneally back in his own half back line. But the ball with a bit of top spin runs out over the line. Line ball to James Stevens. Is there a score in the village men before half time or on the half time thirty minute mark here? Two eight to Ballyhill Shamrocks. Eleven points to James Stevens. The sideline ball will be taken by James Stevens. The number fifteen will take it. Owen Gilfile. As a man passes by me in an awfully jersey a chap in a carlo jersey a Cork jersey all these young lads wear all the jerseys now uh, but meanwhile James Stevens didn't get it past the Ballyhill jersey Ballyhill have defended it well Brian Butler ball keep moving forward oh to Owen Cody if that goes over it's a score and a that half is, and it that is, is a score he just has the radar and it's never never off he had no room to play with it he was stuck to the sideline two players go outside of him but on Cody says thank you very much 1-4 for Cody in the opening half at a time Eddie ah. a super super
2: finish Ah, oh, definitely was and Niall Shortall deserves a lot of credit there won that ball there laid it off Cody coming off his shoulder just popped it up in his hand he never had to break stride and bang, straight over the bar absolutely brilliant score I tell you we talk about the forwards an awful lot as well but Derek Harkins has been thrown in there a full back
1: I just was about to say they're really organised in there aren't they
2: They are super like there hasn't been a goal chance in the whole first half there's Cody, here's Cody again. again
1: breaking ball in the middle just an opportunist ah. gets the ball into his hand he makes it 1-5 on Cody and remember no Adrian Mullen or Paddy Mullen starting this game but the Shamrocks are the Shamrocks Cody sends it in 1-5 for him in the opening half now you know who to text in for the moment but still there's another half to go Detail men's were a man of the match high street oh what a catch goal chance for the village now here's the shot doesn't go for a goal takes the point it's gone in it's gone over the bar and that could be the half time whistle no it's not referee knocks it down in his book it's one for the village on the stroke of half time and the man to get it is Luke Scanlon I think Luke got three indeed yeah big battle in danceford a few weeks ago he's been uh, he's done three
2: in every round yeah he's chapter.
1: done really really well yeah he's the captain of the village referee says lying ball it's taming down a bit but the heat has to be getting to those
2: fellas down already. they are they're, these lads are super fit Brendan they're not like myself and yourself you know But you're, you're a lot fitter speak than for you. yourself Eddie no, I, I am just going to say that Willie Mullins rang me now. he's
1: looking for me to read in the bumper and <laughs> go on <laughs> the next day down to, I don't but, claim
2: uh, at seven I know in fairness this is, this, is, this is barbaric weather for the lads to be playing and it is really really tough but in fairness it, you know they've served up a serious spectacle two ten to twelve points Scanlon. Again, like I don't mean to be being critical or harping on about it, but if that was a Ballyhea attack there, there was only
1: one thing to be going for on that occasion. Again, like a goal, big ball downfield. Big man Roseford was lame. Rafter, bit a free. Of kick back inside the free was coming, and uh, Tygo Dwyer was the man who just decided to boot it. But he knew Gavin quilty was given the free. It's dead straight in front of goal. Two ten to the Shamrocks. Twelve points to James Stevens, and that's sixteen points to twelve. But this free. If successful, we'll bring it back to a one score game, Eddie Scally and we still have a full second half to go. We're in out of time at the end of the yeah, first no, half. No, and I think
2: James Stevens will be happy with that. I watched Shamrock's warming up the last day before the game, and during the warm up it was keep them to twenty points, keep them to twenty points. That's what Shamrock's target will be to hold a team to twenty points. They'll beat any team if they keep them on twenty points. But you know, with that first half, they're conceding two goals, they'll get in, they'll settle themselves up three points down. I'd say they take it, Brendan,
1: and I'd you'd nearly make them favourites for the second half too. Well here comes the free for James Stevens. Is this to be the final strike? in the first half, it's gone in, it's gone over the bar from Owen Gilfoyle. it's his third of the first half one from play two from freeze Gavin Quilty has a look at his watch there can't be much left 13 points now to have on the scoreboard James Stevens, but the Shamrocks have 2-10 on the scoreboard play continues short ball out to the wing half back position he's doing really well in the number 4 jersey Killian Corcoran knocks it downfield towards the advancing Nile Short Lady picked him out he's playing really well in this opening half but his flight pad has been cut off by Mikey Byrne the number 19 that started for James Stevens. No. started this match nice ball downfield first touch violently here but Brian oh, Butler he has Brian he, Butler nearly got to it, but the man who has nice short, a north shortfile I should say he's got the free. He's got the free from the forty five and eighty. Successful here but down to a two point game. Yeah this is it but you know I don't know I, I, I don't know it what, 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 what Happened there to be honest, Brendan.
2: The ball bobbled up. They, they, you know, he two or three attempts to get it. If they got that up into their hand, they were away. There were
1: two nippy boys that were inside that time it was Gilfoyle and, and Ty Godwire, both between the two of them, they just couldn't get it up. final free for Owen Gilfoyle to make it number four for himself and make it number 14 for James Stevens. They'll trail by two on the stroke of half time. If he's successful here, he is successful, and that's Owen Gilfoyle. Uh, I've him it. down for four, is it five? The half time whistle goes through in John Lock Park. We're going around the grounds, we'll be back for half. Time analysis after we do all that here in John Locke Park. 2 10 to the Shamrocks, 14 to James Stevens here, lads. That's the story
0: in a sun drenched John Locke Park. Thanks very much, Brendan. We'll be going the around course. the grounds in just a few moments. For now, we'll take a quick break. We'll take a breath before we get right back into the action. KCLR Live Sport. The St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Round 5. James Stevens versus Bally Shamrocks. With thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited. Well Drilling Services, Piltown. JerryComerfordDrilling.ie. Welcome back. We are going to go over now to Adrian Ronnie Ronan. He's at the Greg Bally game against Erin's own. Billy Ryan got an early goal in that one. They set them 1 6 to 3 points after 15 minutes. How's it going now, Ronnie?
3: Yeah, it's half-time here in Park Locks and it's Greg Ballycallan one ten, 1-10 in zone, 1-8 uh, uh, Aaron Zone had a purple patch in those next 50, uh, next 10 minutes Conor McMahon put a pint over to make it 1-6-4 to then Jack Boogie put in a pint over from play to make it 1-6-5 to then it was Eddie Brennan put another pint over for Comer to make it 1-6-6 to pints Colin Bender Pender then Penderville got involved and he made it 1-7 for, for Greg Bally Callan and Sean Ryan made it 1-8 to 6 pints no score for the next few minutes and then on the 24th minute Tommy Ronan put over another pint to make it 1-9-6 to pints and then Jack Boogie just on the 25th minute he got a goal for Castlecomer. Comer Aaron's own Castlecomer out of nothing to make it 1-9 to 1-6 the last score of the first half came for Greg Bally Callan and Ryan Corkin to make it 1-10 and then Jack Boogie put a free over from 70 yards to make it 1-10 Greg Bally Callan 1-8 Castlecomer. I suppose the story of the, go- the first half was a great goal by Billy Ryan after 12 minutes and Greg Valley Callan had two serious chances for goals but Sean Boogie made two great saves for Castlecomer. the ba- Castlecomer backs they were doing quite well a lot of pressure on him, but then uh, now will have the wins and will play down the field into the city end or into the town end, as we know it. Greg Valley Callan had an opening half, should be two goals further ahead, and haven't taken their chances. Eight wides for Greg Valley Callan six wides for Castle Comer. So here in Park Lacton it's Greg Valley Callan 1-10, Erin's 1-8. All to play for. This game is going to go down to the wire.
0: Thanks very much, Ronnie. Now over to Raymond Byrne. He's in NSD. It's Glenmore versus Bennis Bridge. Jerry we're getting the opening goal after 15 minutes. How's it going now, Raymond?
4: Well, Shane, how are you doing? Just back to NSD here. Glenmore one eleven to one nine at half time. Since you left me, the, the game really livened up. Alan Murphy pointed. Chase. Nicky Clear had missed missed two two easy enough frees on on his side but then Jason Clear had a a savage long-range score followed up by Shane Murphy and he broke onto a ball roughly around 55 yards out and slotted it straight between the goals. The game really opened up when Liam Blanchfield broke through and stuck the ball into the back of the net of the Glenmore Mikey Kerwin which he could have nothing to do. Jerry Elwood popped up with two great points followed by James Hughes Nicky Clear again an uncharacteristic miss miss, um, wide from, from Nicky Gerrard and Ian Byrne linked up with a very short a short um, sideline ball where Gerr flicked the ball to Ian he flicked the ball back to Jar and right on the sideline almost impossible angle Ger, would scored an unbelievable point Dean Croke broke on to a loose pass then following about a 40 yard out, where he slotted straight between the posts. Nicky Clear cancelled that out very quick with a long range point to the freeze. K- K- Kieran Brennan pointed then. Carl Burn had an easy enough chance, but when lucky, he was put under pressure on the strike and the ball ended up going wide. Again, Kieran Brennan was, was the man down the other end. The pressure that Glenmore backs put him under, he, he missed, and the, a, wide, a wide ball was the end result. Carl Burn had another chance towards the end of the first half, where the ball didn't go between the post and it was a missed score again I suppose the story here is that the bridge will try to, to remedy the, the 12 missed or the 12 wides they had in the first half to, to Glenmore 4-4 four, four. so half time is Glenmore 1-11 to 1-9 in a very entertaining and open
0: game of Holland. Thanks very much uh, Raymond that. we're going to go to O'Loughlin's versus Dane's Ford. the last time we were at this game it was 6 points to 2-5 two, two own goals for O'Loughlin's and when I say that I mean own wall and own O'Shea Brian Dowling is there for us <laughs> now how's it going now?
5: Uh, Shane, half time score here. The Lachlan lead by five points, 210 to 11 points. Feel um, really a really lively game. Dane Ford are really putting up to Lachlan's and, as the scoreline suggests, a good so far. Um, Since the left start, uh, Dane Ford had the next point 17
0: We're having a bit of trouble with Brian's line, but it is 210 to 11 points from O'Loughlin's and Danesford. We're going to go straight over now to Dixborough versus Tolerone. Mark Dowling is there for KCLR. Mark, how's it going?
6: Yeah, good, Shane. Uh, time uh, score is Dixborough one eleven 11 to uh, Tolerone 8 points. So, six-point lead for, for Dixborough at the minute. Uh, look, it started really well for Dixborough. They got a really soft goal through Aidan Nolan right at the off. And then points followed from Killian Hackett, Killian Buckley, Liam Moore, um Bill Sheehan, Harry Shine got a point from a free, Mark Nolan, who came on for an injured Andy Gaffney got a point, and Andy Gaffney had got four points before that three of them freeze. Uh scores at the other end, uh Bill Gaffney, Marsequion two, uh Dylan Simpson three, one free, and, and Shane Welch uh a point from play and a point from free. Uh look I suppose the the, the big things out of it, As I said earlier Garrod Dunn is not playing, that's a big loss. Uh, Tullerone seemed to play with a, a a sweeper, certainly a spearman in the bottom half of the field for themselves, which I thought left them a bit uh, uh, short in the top half. And uh, Dixburg were fairly comfortable up there. Tom Kenny was kind of sitting free for for that whole half, and uh, they seemed to mop up a lot of scores. Uh, Tullaroan scores were kind of coming from outside outside maybe around the 45 or just deep, a bit deeper. Uh, no real goal threat and. Uh, for the better side, definitely. I don't know if they're six points better, but they, they, the scoreboard says six. I'm not sure they are six. There was a goal in it for most of it or a goal in the point in it for most of it. They just got a couple of scores before the break. Uh, definitely looked a better better side, I'd say. Um, and I would imagine should run out winners. But um, if Tullerone can up it, there's a bit of a challenge match feel to it, to be honest. It hasn't really taken life. Uh, and it's, uh, it's very open in that. So, But but at the minute, it's uh, time. Dixborough won 11 on their own uh, scoreboard has actually just changed now it says 9 points I have it as 8 points but uh, if we go by the scoreboard it says 5 points in it so the big spur ahead one uh, eleven 11 to nine, 5 points uh, at the break
0: Thanks very much Mark appreciate that Aidan Nolan's goal obviously proven to be quite crucial in that one but a crucial result is neither for Clara and Mullen the last time we spoke to Eddie Toyle out in Dr. Tierney Park and Greg in the manner it was Clara 4 points Mullen 5 points Eddie how's it going?
7: Yeah, Shane. We're half-time here now, and Greg the man as well. And a big difference from the last time I was talking. Just currently, Clara, at two thirteen. Monlevat six points. When I was talking, the last Monlevat went down in the scores. They scored. They scored um, two eleven on unanswered. So sorry, two seven unanswered uh, points before Monlevat. Uh, John Welsh got a point, but it was two seven. Like I said, two goals coming from from Lee Ryan and Peter Nolan. Peter Nolan, the full forward um got it under a high ball, the ball broke He's in, in behind very you know, very basic stuff and just kicked the ball past uh, Sean Fitzpatrick in the Munda goal. But Lee Mine goal Lee Mine goal is a bit better. Paul Cody was involved in back. don't seem to be able to deal with Paul Cody and look he's after having a few eyes and it's just as well for back that he's after having a few eyes because he he's on plenty of ball there and causing loads of trouble. But as as too is Rory Glenn at corner forward, Rory starts with number nineteen in his back as well. So look at it's all it's all Clara here at half time, Shane. The big difference being Tara. they're fighting hard, they're working hard, they're they're on their men. And the sixth and forward for so Clara has scored so far. Paul Cody three points in play, Martin Connolly two, Lee Miners had his goal, he has three points in freeze as well, I think. Chris Wilder has two points and Peter Nolan had his goal. And again, Roy well, he didn't have his point or the difference from one of them added, John Wilch got one from play, Ushi Knox has one from play, Ian Duncan has one from play, and they back got a couple of points from freeze as well. They just, um, or sorry, they just seem to be static with the ball. They seem, to, they seem to have no plan B. Plan A is not working, and they're just getting caught in position. They're getting blocked, they're getting hooked. And when the ball is played into the forward line, just forwards, there's no one there. It's the balls are dropping wide, uh, dropping short, and dropping wide. So, yeah, currently here in Gregory Manor, it's Clara 213. Munlavat six points in Clowett looking good
0: so far Shane Mon-Lavatt haven't been able
8: to get a point since we last spoke to Eddie Doyle Robbie what way does that leave it? the tables please yeah. so in group A currently Glenmore are on top with 8 points because they are winning then come Greg Bally with 6 points then it gets very interesting Venice Bridge James Stevens, and Ballyhill Shamrocks are all on 5 points not exactly sure what way that's fallen so far in terms of who's going to finish where then come Aaron Zone they're on bottom of the table with a single point to their name that's as things stand in group A as things Stand in Group B, a lot more straightforward. Dixbar are on top with 10 points, then come O'Loughlin Gales with 8, Tullerone with 6. Mullinavat are losing heavily to Clara, as we just heard. So that means Clara jump above Mullinavat on 4 points uh, in 4th position. Mullinavat will be in the relegation semi final, uh, they have 2 points, and Dane's are still on bottom with 0 points. So that's how the groups look at half time uh, across the 6 senior games this afternoon, Shane.
0: Right, so who's going to be man of the match in this game? A lot of people texting in on Cody. He did get a goal. Thank you very much, Shane. You're very
1: welcome back to John Locke Park. Half time score here 2 10 to the Shamrocks, 14 points to James Stevens. Shamrocks playing from left to right in this, the second half. Village, James Stevens playing into the clubhouse end, and this time they're going to get a free out. There was a little bit of a tap there on the corner back, Shane Donahue, and he was entitled to Louis free to Eddie Scalley. Now, a positive start for James Stevens, but they're only two points down. They're by no way out of this game.
2: No, they're definitely not out of this game. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's still wide open, it's anyone's game. Um, Soft, the last two or three scores are all after coming from frees from Ballyhale players kind of, you know loose enough little tackles that weren't needed this year it's probably a long way out now I know it's, like it's nearly on his own 45 but if he we were to concede another score like that from a free I think it's three frees in a row
1: Yeah, Niall Brazel got two beautiful ones in the closing stages of that first half and Eddie another bit of respite the sun is going to be behind the cloud and I know everyone likes a bit of sun every now and again but uh it's very, very warm. Here he's from a long range effort, so there's no breeze, no wind. Shouldn't affect him. He has the distance here. Has he the accuracy? It's travelling. Travelling just drops a yard short, and Dean Mason gathers it in his hand on the clubhouse end. And Richie Reid has to put a bit of elevation into this clearance. He does, and he sends it downfield. It drops out over the line on the 65 in the James Stevens half of the park. So it will be a line ball to James Stevens. Halftime score if you just joined us Shamrocks Ballyhale 210. James Stevens 14 points. It Remains that way at the moment, and we're one and a half minutes into the second half. and uh, I suppose, Eddie, your candidate for man of the match in the first half of the detail, men's where it has to be on Cody. I think he finished with one five, was it?
2: Yeah, you're going to be adding to it now in a second. I'd say, Brennan, he's after just picking that up there in full forward I want Oh, what a
1: lay! it off to TJ. They got a goal each in the first half. TJ goes forward. They're looking for another one. TJ! Whoa! Oh! What a save! Did he save it and yeah, it hit I, the crossbar. I, I, think, I think he got his hurdle,
2: but I'm not if sure. If he got his
1: hurdle, dude, it's a great save from Gavin again If it hit the post, well, Gavin still was equal to the task. He was uh, underneath it. He got right in front of the strike. The village from that save will recycle it and move it forward, but it's been picked up. And a man playing very, very well, Derek Horkle, he's moved in around the full back line in the first half. He's listed at the wing half back. The Shamrocks play it back to Dean Mason. Dean sends it downfield. It still remains 210 Shamrocks. 14 points to James Stevens, with thanks to Jerry Comerford. Well drilling here comes Shamrocks trying to add to his tally hurling it in Owen Cody drops in along the line oh the keeper's first touch wasn't the best Gavin Costigan but he recovered well he sends it downfield but a dangerous ball to play it came in the direction of Owen Cody Cody throws the shoulder into Luke Murphy the James Devens full back for. and he's getting a free in Eddie has said don't know what that's for I'll be honest neither do I but the referee does and he's demanded counts Two, ten to 14 Shamrocks with the free
2: yeah look it, it, it's, it's, it's often a soft enough free I'm sure something happened there Anyway, I couldn't see what it was from here, but uh, you'd imagine TJ is going to pop this over the bar. That was a brilliant move again. That time it was an almost goal ball driven into Owen Cody. He was inside in the full forward line of his own, got out in front of his man. The minute he got it into his hand, he just popped it off his shoulder to TJ. Like I said to you in the first half, there was no thoughts of tapping that over the bar by Ballyhale. It was head down by TJ straight in, went for the goal. I'm giving the credit to the keeper for the save. it May have just clipped the crossbar, but I, I definitely thought he got this hurdle. Well, bit. he was in a great position, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. He met it hard,
1: but it's just down to the killer instinct from Ballyhale. It's just so impressive. Well, here's Reid with the free. Outside to 45. TJ lifts it. Has a bit more elevation in this great one score. than before. That's gone in and over the bar. Eddie Scalley says a great score. That's a 1 3 for TJ in this game so far. It's the first score of the second half. It's 2 11 to the Shamrocks. 14 points to James Stevens. Three and a half minutes in, but early days yet, Eddie. I know it is early days yet, but the movement between Reid and Cody is just
2: unbelievable. One of them's in the half forward line. Like TJ was in the half forward. They met a run in, went for the goal, stayed in full forward line. Owen come out to the half forward line. That's a well won free there by Luke Scanlon in the middle of the park. Luke,
1: he's starting to get into this game a bit more. He certainly is. Is. James Stevens win the free. There was a bit of a battle there on the 65 meter line. The man to come forward will be on Gilfoyle. He's a, like all free takers, he's a stolen a yard. Not that he'll need it. He could move it back two or three and he'd still have his range into the clubhouse end. The electronic scoreboard in a sun drenched John Locke Park. We're up to 26 and a half degrees here now with the sun shining brightly in the sunny southeast. Sends this one in now. Did he push that? Oh, he he pushed it, it a little bit. I thought he rushed it a little bit, Eddie. He stuck it to the left and wide. Is that only their third wide in the I game see, of the first and the second
2: yeah, it's, it's he
1: would be disappointed with that. He will, you know, he's,
2: he's he's been he's been flawless all through the first half. But look, get it out of your head as quick as you can and get going again. It was
1: a poor free, but look, there's loads of time left in this game. And yeah, Amanda's doing well at full-back, Darragh Corcoran, plays it back to Dean Mason. Mason with a big, long ball downfield, but it will be tidied up by Niall Delaney. Niall sends it back to his goalkeeper, Gavin Costigan. Gavin winds up for a big one, drives it down past the middle of the park. Village looking to make a move. They've ah, done brilliant. well. Brilliant score, brilliant play. Tygo Dwyer, lovely ball downfield. Oh, and Gilfoyle, Gilfoyle outside the 20. 20- Metre line crossed the face of the goal on the clubhouse end, and they're winning some great ball to village. But they ain't finishing it off. Two wides in the first half, they now have two in the second half. The scoreboard remains 2 11 to Shamrocks, yeah, 14 points to James Stevens.
2: Two wides very quickly in the second half as well. But that was a really good move. Ty Goodwire out in front of his man, done really well. You know, but they'll, they'll have to start tidying up these. Ballyhale aren't missing at the other end,
1: they certainly aren't. Here comes the ball back downfield. Bit of ground hurling, he will get James Stevens out of butter here, and it has got the motive of a bit of butter The full back did well. Luke Murphy it out to the wing half back position can they move it efficiently forward they can Keen Kenny comes into play Kenny inter-county man of course lovely little selling a dummy but again Shamrock's tight to the men on the far side Ross Whelan scored three in the first oh, half brilliant no, no, he done up. really well this occasion <laughs> Whelan lovely ball back in feed to William Spencer scored one in the first half he's a big big man going forward lays it off goal chance here for the village there's the shot oh, oh Mason with the save back in the goal oh it's oh, a, a goal it's a goal for the village and that was a very very well worked goal very very well worked goal is it changing the second half yeah, of the village Butter. and Eaton Butler is the man that has got it wearing number 28 not quite sure who went off we weren't told but i tell you one thing he will pick out a fella with a yellow helmet and number 28 on his back he scored it well I know he had to be in the right place at the right time Eddie but that was a splendid move by James ah, I know it was it was a brilliant
2: move and in fairness to I think I have to give huge credit to Dean Mason he made an absolutely brilliant save and I actually thought he'd saved it the second, second time, time as well he got up and he, you know any goal on Dean Mason is going to need to be a good goal. And that was really, really well. Eaton, Butler absolutely buried. We're, true, we're no, level, aren't, we're, aren't we? Now we've a real game.
1: Two eleven to the Shamrocks. One fourteen to Jim Stevens. Early days in the second half yet here in John Locke Park in Callan. It is Jim Stevens, TJ Reid moving across Senior Hurling League Group A Round Five. One back and there's a bit of bite in this James Stevens team, Luke Scanlon Eddie said normally pitches him a three again, knocks it down towards Ty wire. Tygon to the left hand side. Ty drives it in, but he puts it to the right hand side and wide. And their three scores they really should have had. It remains level. Two eleven Shamrocks, one fourteen to like, James these, Stevens. Eddie. These, aren't
2: hitting, these aren't hitting home shots, these are shots that should be going over the bar. Like, James Stevens have a goal in this half they should have won three that's been straight which are kind of hanging in here at the moment now
1: seven minutes gone in the second half here in John Locke Park in Callan thanks to Jerry Comerford, Well ruling services James Stevens are having a great start to this opening uh, this second half and Butler again level it is big big ball on field Brian Butler he's got a push in oh. the back there referee didn't oh. see it or did he the man that got the goal is playing with confidence now Ethan Butler back in the cross face face of the goal he goes with Dermot Cody or not Dermot Cody Killian, or, or uh, Derek Horkin, I should say Derek Horkum was there and he comes back around the corner he's really playing well in the full back lane hurls it downfield village of a man underneath it gets a touch on it Chen Dunno who's his name he's wearing two there's a fair old battle with him and the man wearing 19 which is Stephen Barron for Ballyhell Shamrocks he's closed down on Cody closes down no, a long hand pass back to the keeper and Costigan comes out touches on the boss of the stick he's blocked down He puts. he's under a bit of pressure now Shamrocks have the ball full no forward has no one in the goal Owen Reid has it didn't get much play in the first half knocks it back out field towards that's Owen Keneally ball. and Martin Quilty the umpire says that's gone to the left and wide that's the Shamrocks first wide I make it in the second half Same and I think about five in total
2: any that's it Brendan and I tell you this game is starting to open up a small bit as well now there's been a lot of space there thrown around Eaton Butler couldn't get it up onto his hurl there a second ago I, Brian, Brian's picking him up. Up there, Brian's a big man as well, but two of them collided together. The ball dropped on the ground, it could have went anywhere. He was just unlucky. But it's wide open. But you can start seeing a bit of space coming in. I say players are going to start getting tired. Benches are going to the, be needed.
1: Yeah, preempted what I was going to say. The benches will be needed. They're getting tired. Well, they're not getting tired yet, but they will get tired. It's warm, it's clammy, and it's a line ball to James Stevens on the far side. 21 to Ballyhill Shamrocks. 114 to James Stevens. Level pegging here. Ten minutes gone in the second half. And a tink. We have an injury and we've a few Mayorishkas running in, about four dozen Mayorishkas running in, and we've a water break coming in a few minutes' time, but we have an injured party, and I think it's Brian Butler's receiving a bit of attention and it is at the moment. But two uh, eleven to one fourteen, they haven't disappointed us with the second half start. And to be honest, Eddie, my good feeling and looking at Hurling long enough, to think that James Stevens has got the better start here, haven't they? Ah uh, they have, they definitely have gotten a better start. Like
2: the three wides, Brendan, if if they'd have put all of them over the bar, and they were all really scoring yeah. the chances, if they'd have popped the three of them over the bar, they'd be sitting here with a three point lead after coming. Back in two points down at half time, so it's it's been a really really good start to the second half. The goal was crucial. It really opens the game up now for us. Um, you know Brian. Hopefully Brian will get back up because I think the battle between him and Ethan Butler is going to be ex- really interesting. And inside in the full forward line, Owen Cody is pushed right in now at full forward. He's sitting on sm- in the small square. TJ's out around midfield there now with number 11 on his back. You can see. Uh, Brazil is going to be left free because Ballyhale are obviously dropping the sweeper so Niall Brazil is left free there but if you watch Brendan what's happening and you can't teach this it's just brilliant if TJ makes the attack and breaks in and goes for the goal Owen automatically comes straight back out and he sits but Owen will sit at centre forward then really? for five minutes and leave TJ at full forward and I just think it's, 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 it's a thing with Ballyhale they've been doing this for years but it's like they're telepathic the whole lot of them around that field
1: well, there's still a bit of attention being given to Brian Butler at the moment if you just joined us it is 2.11 to one fourteen. we will be going around the grounds in a moment or two we'll be heading for the water break here in John Locke Park as well and uh, don't forget no. your detail, menswear man of the match we're on 08.3 9.6 and if your selection matches that of Eddie Scally, you're in with a chance of winning a 50 euro voucher for Detail menswear High Street Kilkenny <laughs> and Paday the market in Carlow Philip and Carol, and the lads and the staff looking after us uh, throughout the car Senior Football Championship and the Kikkeni Senior Hurling League and Championship. And we look forward uh, to all your texts coming in. But the man in pole position at the moment, I suppose, is Owen Cody to give you a hint because we have been breaking away from the game to get around the grounds. Here's a sideline ball on the far side. It's very well executed, but it's another wide for James Stevens. Owen Gilfoyle this time. Now, Eddie, the two wides in the first half, but now they have four in the second half, and we've little over 12 minutes played. Yeah,
2: they've definitely turned the screw now and they've really started to come into the game. They're, they're, they're the dominant
1: side. Of- Change on the Shamrocks <coughs> team. That's a uh, Con- Connor Feelan coming in, there weren't 17. I'm We're not quite sure who's coming out, but Connor is in. Number 19 uh, there, 19 the is, yeah, that's Stephen. Stephen. Stephen is uh, gone and Connor Feeling is in. So Stephen Barron is out. So the play continues on the far side. Brian Butler's got the bandage underneath the right knee his ball is poor he sends it straight down towards Luke Scanlon dangerous man to give a ball away to TJ knows that he chased back and Scanlon could have got a free but he didn't Shamrock's are going to get a free now the village will feel a little bit hard done by there because I thought there was a hand across his forehead or his helmet when he went up but the referee to be fair was right beside it as well was it a free for you?
2: I, I thought it was I thought Luke when he was breaking away it looked like TJ tapped his helmet I know Luke is not as tall as TJ but he was breaking away it did look like it was a little bit of a tap on the head he bent forward as well maybe exaggerated a small bit balls turned over and it's a free to Ballyhill and that was a definite free as well and this fella
1: very rarely misses he missed one in the first half 12 12 minutes gone in the second half here's TJ Reid inside his own half of the park on the 65 clubhouse end down into the country end strikes it well travelling all the way white flag is up TJ Reid knocks in another one 1-4 for TJ in this game 2 in the second half 1-2 1-2 in the first half and now the scoreboard reads 2-12 to the Shamrocks a total of 18 points 1-14 to James Stevens a total of 17 points and so the Ballyhill men lead by a point here at John Locke Park in Callen a hand pass from uh, Mikey Byrne of James Stevens to his centre-back Niall Brazl who has been steady at centre-back today Brazil goes forward has a strike super on the score. run it's a super super score i have really been impressed with him I think he's very steady always is but he's having a good steady game today he as is, well.
2: yeah Neil no, Brazil's an absolutely brilliant Player. He's been in our own county panels as well. He's super centre back there for for James Stevens. The one thing I would say coming out the defence that time there as well. In fairness to Mikey, Mikey Burney came out. James Stevens don't need to be bringing that ball into contact in their own full backline coming out they can just lay it off Brendan
1: OK we have some updates coming in from around the grounds it's 2-12 here in John Locke Park 2-12 to the Shamrocks 1-15 to James Stevens. we're level again and there is a free in I think at the far side but the lads have more updates from around all the various games
0: Thanks very much uh, Brendan uh, Ethan Butler getting that goal making it very very interesting we'll be back to it very very soon Jack Buggy got a goal at just before half time for Aaron's own it was 1-10 to 1-8 Adrian Ronan is there now. What's the score, Adrian?
3: Yeah, water break here. Uh Shane and it's Greg Ballycallan one fourteen. Uh Aaron Zone one eleven. Uh, Greg Greg Ballycallan unable to pull away. A lot of wides by both teams, as I said, Greg Ballycallan missing two goals in the first half. Uh, They've shot 11 wides and Comer have shot 9 wides. But this, uh, the points after half time by Sean Ryan, Jesse Roberts, and Tom Dunphy made it 113 1 8, and Bally Cannon looked like they were going to pull away. And then Connor Delaney put over another point, and along as with as that was Jack Boogie to make it 110 to 113. And then Tommy Ronan got his third point of the game to make it 114 to Greg Ballycannon, 110 to Castle Comer. And just as you joined it, Michael Brennan put a ball over the bar to make it 111 uh, Castle Comer, 114 Greg Bally Callan. As he said, the game is still in the melting pot. Greg Valley Callan not pulling away. It no, must be noted here that Conor Fogarty went off after 20 minutes, as well as Aiden Morden, the full the cornerback. He went off after minute one with a hamstring, and Conor Fogarty, a serious loss for uh, Comer. He went off off after 22 minutes of the second, first half. So here in Park, Lacton is Greg Valley Callan, 1
0: 14. Aaron's own one eleven. Thanks very much I appreciate that Adrian Ronnie Ronan Raymond Byrne is at the innerste game or is in innerste for Glenmore versus Benisbridge how's it going now Raymond?
4: Just just after hitting the water break here the second water break the second half this, this game is after really lighting up in the second half we've 47 minutes gone Glenmore one fifteen. The to Bridge 2-15 Bridge same left the uh, uh, got the shooting boots in order in the dressing room half-time because they've only had one wide in the second half but Glenmore was four. The second half started fairly lively with a simple enough opportunity for Ian Burn, but it was a poor miss by him on his behalf. Jason Clear followed up with a point and then Jason Clear point- pointed again from a free. Gerald had a wide ball then. Jason Clear had, had a score for a free but the game really, really went, went the, 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 the chance when Carl Byrne had a missed goal opportunity but straight away Bennett went up the field and Hugh O'Neill buried the ball in the back of the Len it. Again, Mikey Kerran had no opportunity to save it. It was an outstanding goal from the from the team up. Billy Reid had, had a relatively again a poor miss on his behalf because he's usually quite quite good in these areas. But today it just didn't it didn't go for, for Billy at that event. Kyle Byrne pointed pointed Nicky Clear a free. Alan Murphy had a poor wide from a difficult angle enough, I must say from from a, from no.
7: Here's
4: the way. All here all the big guns are playing well now in this in this half. Alan Murphy was in and we thought there was going to be a penalty but it was just outside the middle line. Alan popped it over and now Alan Murphy has the game has just resumed and the ball has gone over the bar. there's 2 point game here and this is really in the middle part. It's very hard to call this at the moment. Thanks
0: so, thank very mu- much. Thanks very much Raymond. You have Hugh O'Neill's goal or complimenting Liam Blanchfield's goal earlier which contrasted to Jerry Elwood's goal for Glenn Moore the goals for O'Loughlin's came with Owen Wall and Owen O'Shea it was 2.10 to 11 points at half time Brian Dowling is in Jenkinstown. Brian how's it going now?
5: Hi Shane, I'm um, Just after really getting control here now, um, a brilliant goal from substitute Connor Kelly who's put O'Loughlin in the lead, three thirteen to fifteen points. Um, Dan Fort really started the, the second half very well. Um, in a Cassidy scored two frees uh, in the middle of the day before he probably got the point of the game from wing back as uh, the water water breaks just called here. Forty-five minutes gone. Paddy Hickey was having an excellent game for Dan. Got his third point in play after thirty-five minutes, and then In a Cassidy got another point from free. 58 minutes, and then Conor Kelly just on the field it's say 30 seconds got a good points in play followed by Mark Bergen free and then Conor Kelly just after scoring the goal there just as they came to leave the scoreline 3-13 to 15 points then forward are really hard and well a O'Castley who was doing super and freeze all day has missed the last three frees, and you know they could prove costly now and expect a lot and probably to push on from here
0: Brian appreciate that thanks very much we're going out to Ballyraged now Mark Dowling is at the Dixborough versus Tolerone game it was 111 to 9 points the last we heard at that 45 minutes in the game How's it going now, Mark?
6: Yeah, look, uh, Shane. It's, it's uh, Dixborough are in complete control now. It's two sixteen to Dixborough twelve points to Tullerone Uh Big score coming from uh, Bill Sheen. A really good goal set up by by Aidan Nolan, who caught a great ball uh, just under fourteen and 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 uh, hit the crossbar, came back to Bill Sheen, and he finished it. But Dixborough are in complete control and have been since the start of the second half. Uh, Ten points, in it, as I said, and and they don't. Seem like being caught at this stage. It's hard to see it unless Tullerone can can uh, get goals. They haven't threatened a goal. Uh, Harry Shine has scored from freeze. Killian Hackett has put in a big 10-15 minutes at midfield, got a point, uh, and Timmy Cliver got an outstanding score, uh, a point from from probably be, uh, behind the midfield, uh, behind his own 65. So look, Exeter are well on top. I can't see him being beaten at this stage. It's been a fairly open. It's been a fairly open match. Uh, I suppose a real league match, uh, if it lived up to a league game, Uh, not a championship or or cutthroat fields with it all. And, um, you know, both teams probably have more more in them, I'd say. The Heat may have attributed that as well, of course, and they're just after going on to a water break now.
0: Thanks very much. I appreciate that, Mark. And we're going to go over to Eddie Dial Clare, We're fairly cruising, thanks to Peter Nolan and Liam Ryan getting goals in that game. How's it going now, Eddie?
4: Yeah, Shane, we have 21 minutes gone here in Greg Man and the
7: score is 2.17 to Clara and Munlevat 1.11. Munlevat came out in the second half and opened the score straight away with a point from Joey Gann. But so Clara again went on that one on answer, the 3 4 on answer. a point from uh, Derek Vincent, my friend. And again, Mark McConnell with the second, I think, two points, or oh, the first two points in the second half, followed again by Chris Bulger. But that's been the difference. Martin McConnell has been, you know, he's got four points in play today, two in each half. But that half hour late from Clara is scoring that will, they're running through the Mullivac ascent. They're doing really well. Now, the Mullivac goal did come from John Welsh, a really well taken goal by John Welsh. All of the game, that's to bring it to 2-17. one. Well, he's only back last week from, from being away from the summer. He looks like, as the game is going on, he's getting stronger, but you'd wonder at this stage that Clara taking the foot off the pedal a little bit. But look at that, currently, in Greg the man, after 21 minutes, is Clara two seventeen one of that one forty and I don't see any back in one of that didn't
0: Thanks very much I appreciate that Eddie Doyle and uh, the Irish rugby fans won't appreciate Romania have taken the lead Gabrielle it with a try after three minutes absolutely fluffed the conversion though but it is Romania five Ireland nil we're going to go over to Robbie Dowling now to give us uh, the table rundown
8: Yeah uh, Group B Shane it's very straightforward it's probably going to end like this Dixborough on top with 10 O'Loughlin Gales with 8 Tullerone with 6 then come Clare with 4 Mullen with 2 there in a the relegation semi-final alongside Dane's fourth with 0 Group A is where it's very interesting just to let people know it's currently level between the Shamrocks and the village that we're about to go back to. So that means that the group lies as follows. Bennis Bridge lie on top with seven points. Then James Stevens, Greg Bradley Cannon and Glenn Moore are all on six points. Very interesting to see how the head to head works there. Didn't expect that scenario before a ball was poked today. Ballyhale Shamrocks will be in a relegation semi final as things stand on four points. Aaron Zone are on bottom with a single point. So that's what's left to play for with about 15 minutes to go in these games.
0: With 15 minutes still to go back to Brendan Hennessy and Eddie Scalley. Yeah, well, there's 20 minutes gone here and uh, a little bit under 15
1: to go and I can tell you the James Stevens are gone in front. They got four great points when you were away. Luke Murphy's the pick of them. Niall Brazel got on the score. she not once but twice and Owen Guilfoyle has just put over a free to put the village in front. 118 to the village, 2.14 to the Shamrocks and here they come again. Can they get another one? Swung in from out on the far side, coming in across the face of the goal. That's gone in and over the bar. It's That's a, a super, sport. super score and the village are really, really playing well in this second half here. And they've gone two points in front here. And the man to get the score, uh, wearing 21 for them, Stephen Minogue. And Stephen is on the score sheet, a man with a great Kilkenny name. 2.14 to the Shamrocks, but it's now 119 to James Stevens. Here come Je- uh, Ballyhell Shamrocks, sprinting down the field, having a good game. Niall Shortle, still going forward. Shortle cuts across the face free of the goal. There. Village got four men goal side of him. The referee's blowing the whistle. Now he hasn't pointed towards the goal, but I take it it's a free in. But there wasn't
2: a lot in it, Eddie. No, there wasn't. It was just across the goal. he came across his body. It was a free Soft enough one, but it's it, it's still a free nonetheless. TJL dispatching, it, making it a one-point game. It's it's since we went off the off the ear there, Brendan. There was real tit for tat stuff, but you know we've had the water break now. I, I I'd to you, James Stephens' bench, this was going to be the winning of the game for them. They've started making changes around the place. There's a yellow card coming here. I think here
1: Shane who well. was the man that's been picked up. So obviously Gavin has spotted something there and he's talking to him. And it's a yellow card. And we've had a good sporting game. And I don't think there was a lot in that, but the referee feels it weren't to the yellow card. That's what it's for. TJ Reid will pull it back to a one point game. He's dead straight in front of the goal. He's going to send it downfield. Uh, Nile Short will score for Shamrocks when you're away as well. That's one of the scores I didn't give you. I give you all the village scores. But here's TJ with the left. DJ with the strike, never in doubt, sticks it in and over the bar. That's a four frees for him in the second half, one two in the first half. And now the scoreboard reads one nineteen to James Stevens, two fifteen to Shamrock's Bally Hale. So to twenty two points to twenty one in favour of James Stevens, the village lead here in John Locke Park in Callan. Eddie Scally.
2: Yeah, no, it's really exciting stuff. to Paul Eaton Butler there in the corner forward, since he's come on, has been causing havoc inside in there as well. And in fairness to Stephen Minogue the two boys are gone inside in the full forward and two fresh legs in there. So, it'll be, you'll, you'll find it'll be running everywhere as well. And it's left Sean after. and gleam Rafter and Ogleem File out around the half forward line. But I think that bit of pace inside is, is interesting. i tell you the other one, obviously, you can't see it if you're listening at home. Luke Murphy is now out. He's literally going man-marking on Cody, and that's what's going to be there for the rest of this game. Yeah. He's going to be sitting on him.
1: Etten Butler's goal was the one that turned this game. Here's Richie Reed, prominent at centre-back, sends it across field towards Niall Shorten. He's well back the field, but scrappy play from Shamlock Look, free Give here the now. initiative back to Luke Scanlon, normally finishes with three. That'll make it two for him. One more to keep the consistency of three apiece he's not worried about what he gets as an individual he's worried about his team winning a match it's now James Stevens 120 the Shamrocks 215 Evan Shefflin's just gone hunting here now that's a very interesting move just
2: sent straight down the field and wing forward and the puck going down towards him doesn't reach him though Brendan
1: 23 points to 21 James Stevens lead 120 is a total of 23 215 is 21 to the Shamrocks Well, thanks to Jerry Comfort while well drilling Shamrocks were probably the better team in the first half the Villagers certainly the best team in the second half here to come look for another one that's got in hanging over the bar and the travelling village supporter enjoying this one now because the village under their traditional red and green have sent it in and over the bar and Luke Scanlon has duly obliged Eddie Scally. he's
2: got another one yeah no Luke has been absolutely fantastic super consistent this year in the championship
1: that's his third point I don't think he's going to be finished on three for today One twenty-one to James Stevens. 2.15 here we go Brandon, here he another is again another chance here laying off the ball coming round the corner shot was a poor quad Oh, oh, back it's of the hit bridge. the net it's hit the net it's hit the net it's a jammy goal but you'll take it it bounced on the surface it Keen looked Kenny like Brendan. Mason was going to get it but Keane Kenny will get the credit for the goal struck it from the 45 and the goalkeeper somehow was unsighted the bounce caught it him. it hit the back of the onion bag and the village are in cruise control here 221 to 215 Eddie Scalley. and you'll take them when you get them <laughs> you will Brendan I thought either of us would have been very happy with it I was just about
2: to say that Keane really pulled on that kind of foolishly I don't know what he was doing I thought he just mishit it completely which he did but the ball bounced and it was straight in over the shoulder of of Dee the, of, of Mason there he'd be really disappointed with that goal to concede but as you said it's cruise control for James Stevens now
1: it certainly is long range effort for Shamrock's goes wide, wide ball and as it stands now Shamrocks are facing into a relegation final in the Kilkenny Senior Hurling League they are the All-Ireland champions of course but uh, it can happen it can happen and it is happening because James Stevens lead by 221 to 215 it's a 6 point lead Eddie
2: it is a 6 point lead and I tell you they really are out on their feet here as well the Shamrocks lads but the James Stephens You can see it they're paying for blood they're hunting in packs here
1: the other thing is though you'll never have the Shamrocks finished off the Villager know better than I do all about that. Shamrocks could have a little sting in the tail, but to be fair to James Stevens, excellent second half from them, and they've really kept on Cody and T.J. Reid fairly quiet in the second half also.
2: To have you know, on Cody, he's been man-marked. I said that to you. That Luke Murphy has got man-marking him here, and in fairness to Luke, he's doing a very, very good job on it But James Stevens, this is a massive game for James Stevens. Beaten last year in the county final by Ballyhill, they've really struggled to get over the line against Ballyhill over the last few years. This will give them such a lift going into the Knockout Championship if they can hang on, and it's not hang on either, Brendan. They're in cruise control here, Certainly as you say
1: won the first game against Greg Ballycallan 221 to 117. 17 here we go oh great, oh great save great save by Mason keeps Shamrocks in it somewhat oh he's in trouble here Brendan you're going to see he's in trouble here referee is coming back in there's yeah. a clash between the centre forward Tyga Dwyer and Dean Mason and the two players are lying horizontal on the ground Eddie just explain to me what happened because all I saw was two players going flying meanwhile it's 2.21 to James Stevens, 2.15 to Shamrock six points in it are we going to see a card here and I don't think it'll be a Christmas card yeah I'd be surprised I'd be surprised if we don't see a card Gavin's gone to
2: consult with his umpires there as well I presume he's going to try and confirm what he's seen you know with his own eyes but what it looked like to me there was the ball was gone uh, and Dean Mason continued his run out and he caught he caught Liam or Tygo Dwyer late. I don't think there was any massive malice in it either, but it was it was a late hit nonetheless. Like he's he's definitely going to be getting a minimum of a
1: yellow card here. Yeah, and we're into the dying moments of this game. And it's amazing. I have uh, 27 now. Probably I can take one or two off that for the water break. Well, one anyway. But uh, plus out of time. So realistically, probably about five minutes of hurling. Uh, left. Uh, no, there's definitely five. I'd say even there might even be a little bit more, Brendan. There was a couple of stoppages.
2: Yeah. We had a stoppage there. Maybe, uh, Brian Butler was down injured. It was a couple of minutes on that as well. But it's going to be interesting. I don't know what way the umpires could see it from from my eye anyway it's I think a
1: yellow card at best if you, if you get what I'm saying it could possibly be even on Jarrod. and I think the fact that the two players are, now both linesmen are in there with Gavin Quilty it'd be cruel for someone to go or get their marching orders here because I don't think they deserve it would they? well it'd be only one player getting it now yeah.
2: Ty Godwyer is his gender, he's definitely he's, not. he's
1: hurt himself but Dean Mason is up yeah uh, Dean is up physio looks after him and he's explaining to the referee and the linesman what happened there so he's up with the scoreboard meanwhile in the dying minutes of this game James Stevens 221 the scoreboard has just had to disappear on us have we a power cut in the club host oh, 221 to 215
2: I thought they were just they were afraid to show the replay on the big screen there <laughs> <laughs>
1: 221 to 215 at half time it was 210 to the Shamrocks 14 points to James Stevens they were always in it they're certainly in it now He's not putting his helmet back on here Brendan that's ominous for me now Yeah he's 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 remonstrating and uh, he's having a word with Gavin Quilty as well, and he's trying to explain to him what happened. And he's hurt as well, Dean Mason, as is Tygo Dwyer, and it's a yellow, yellow card. card for Dean Mason. James Stephens fans don't like that. It's a penalty. penalty. Oh well, it's a penalty for the village. Interesting. It's a penalty. So I think when you're leading by two twenty-one to two fifteen, they stick this over the bar. He's not going to go for the juggler, is he?
2: My they're going to go for the juggler yes
1: they are <laughs> they bury the Shamrocks um, I, I'd be stunned he's looking over the line there Brian as Aspen told to it to put over as if hold on and win this will put them on to 7 points and for Shamrocks Ballyhale Hale they remain on
0: uh, 3 points
1: they got a, the draw but there was some uh, interesting results in the opening rounds of this league and here is the I think he's shaping up to stick it over the bar no, he's not. he looked at the line he was told <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. if I was the manager I'd stick it over the bar as well Owen Gilfoyle puts it in and over the bar 7 point lead you wouldn't complain about that if you're leading the All-Ireland champions with a few minutes to go Eddie at John Locke Park in Callan and uh, half time in the JJ Junior B football championship at the moment I'll have a score on that he's just disappeared off our monitor here at the moment but oh, right. have a coming here Keane Kenny wins it back for James Stevens. 2.20 to 2.15 it'll win a cricket match 2.22 ball comes downfield lovely first touch down to a man that's really playing well Stephen Minogue Stephen oh, centre Gilfoyle red again. ball right across field towards Owen Gilfile races onto it Darragh Corkman follows him Gilfile turns onto his left hand side sends it oh, in for I that's there, a white fly. that's a red score it's village they're absolutely flying it. Half time in the JJ Kavanaghson's Junior B Championship final. Barrow Rangers, five points. Tulloch Ross Birkin, seven points in that one. But here now, with John Locke Park in the senior hurling league, Group A, with thanks to Jerry Cumberford well drilling round five. James Stevens, 2.23. Shamrocks, 2.15. There's only one winner here now, Eddie. There is,
2: yeah. Own court He's paying in on goal, though,
1: as well, though, and they need a goal as that well blocked Sting down. Sting was taken out of that one. The game of two halves, as they say. Shamrocks led it.
2: There's a number 37 after him brought in there. Hill aren't doing us any favours at all, Brendan. The scorecard goes up as far as 34 here. The match programme, I should say, up as far as 34. And 37 is up there in the corner now not for, bad for
1: Not bad for Rural Club. They've Here's Lukey again. Luke's He's got an advantage here. Sends it in. And he sticks it over the bar, Luke Scanlon he's just st- class Brendan he's a class act that's his 4th point yes uh, still like, two, cal- and Eddie 2.24 is a massive massive scoreline for James Stevens and full credit to them they've come out and they've played really really well that's a great great turn uh, for them because trailing at half time by 2.10 to 14 ok there was only 2 points in it but they've come out in the second half and they've really really played well yeah, no,
2: they've, they've, they've lit it up as well. In fairness to them, but you know, there's been so many players that have been shining lights. There, Niall Brazzle when he was needed there, Luke Murphy coming up from full back. Here's one for If you
1: didn't look at your stats, what if Shamrock scored in the second half? Without looking at stats, maybe two points, three points. One one. One one. Yeah, would that be correct? The four, the fourteen. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm the two ten at half time. They've scored five points. Sorry, I looked at the wrong score. That five points. Five points. That's not good enough, is it?
2: No, it's not. You know, they won't be happy with that themselves as well. But I did say it to you, Brendan, as well. To be fair to the Shamrocks you know there's 7, 8 maybe 9 players missing from last year's team here like it's a huge ask for them players like Colin Fenley Joey Holden then losing Paddy Mullen before the game and Adrian. Adrian Mullen before the game big
1: losses you know it's massive like, Darren Mullen's not there like I mean and Darren Corkin has played very well in that full back line has. but here come the village again Richie Reid wins this one in his own 13 metre line switches it back out field a few changes on the team now man in possession at the moment is uh, the number 18 Lean Barney did start the game knocks it back to Dar- Dean Mason Dean Mason and he's overcooked this one or has he no, the balls kept him playing the far yeah, side by Gillian Corcoran. He scored two points in this game. He won't score from there, but he laces it downfield. Owen oh, Cody. Cody goes on a the sprint. They'll fight till the bitter end. Les it off to T.J. Reid. Reid sells a dummy. Go look for a three-pointer. T.J. Reid has he run too far back to Cody? Oh, oh that's go. Shamrocks at their best. That is Shamrocks at their best. It's 316 now to the Shamrocks. 224 to James Stevens. I think we picked the right game anyway. And oh, we definitely <laughs> did pick
2: the right game to cover. That's another goal for Owen Cody. I mean, two goals and two four five points. Two. Five for all Cody. We were just saying a second ago how quiet he's been in the second half. But you know, last on
1: Sunday there, I think TJ scored two eleven. So five-point game now it's 30 points to 25. If my mathematics are good, 316 is uh 25, that's correct, and 224 for James Stevens is 30. So it's a five-point game. James Stevens Lee we're heading in to the added time here at John Locke Park in Callum. But thanks to Jerry Comfort Wildry. Don't forget your detail. Men's were a man of the match. I got a few hints there as to who's doing well, and there's a good few oh, players big doing fair fair no but big we've about two minutes of added time left to play here James Stevens grinding out a good win here and this man is grinding out a great second half oh. performance his name is Luke Scanlon and he absolutely oh, drills friendly. one in that's five points for Luke and Eddie he has to be on Mrs Murphy's list for oh, at at, Murphy a matter of the match start as well
2: and I'd say start texting quick Mrs Murphy he's <laughs> been just brilliant uh, Neil Delaney there brilliant shoulder there ball popped up bounced into
1: Luke Scanlon's hand and Luke just turned around casual as you like he's the first cousin of Jeff Nari Greg Ballycallan as well you know that a, there's a connection there as well 225 to 3.16 as the ball comes down for another goal chance Shamrocks oh it's a great great save by Costigan another goal goal. it's another goal for Shamrocks they ain't giving it up they ain't giving up Owen Keneally sticks it in the back of the net and now it's 2.25 to 4.16 and we still have time to play here in John Lock Park 2.25 is 31 points for James Stevens. 4.16 it is to the Shamrocks that's 28 points (laughs) Eddie Scali some game <laughs> yeah that <and it> was <laughs> an interesting one that was said
2: to me before the game here I was chatting to one of the lads from Ballyhale and he said we're one of the top scorers in the championship only Dixborough have more than us but he
1: said we have to concede and
2: one of the top amount of concessions oh, as well and well. that's
1: when settled down James Stevens well again Keane Kenny experience at its best 1-1 for a Key now in this game Eddie there can't be much time left no, we're, out of into, time. we're into.
2: well into out of time we're into Gavin's out of, t- out of time here now you score 4-16 and come out the losing side of a match Brendan
1: yeah unbelievable here could be another goal here for Shamrocks down the field it comes Cody's underneath it ball breaks outfield it goes Shefflin. Evan Shefflin Evan Shefflin pull oh! it's a goal another goal, another goal. this is Ballyhead Shamrocks I told you to be a sting in their tail and since I told you that they've scored 10 points
2: yeah no Brendan
1: <laughs> is he giving it he is giving it it's a goal for Evan Shefflin now Eddie where does the mathematics go now 2.26 to James Stevens is 32 points 5.16 to the Shamrocks but five 5.3s is 15 and 16 is 31 it's a one point game is it or is it a three point game I think it's a three point yeah, game 32 uh, 15 it's a it's a one point game <laughs> it's a one point game in John okay. Locke Park just double checking it in case he also it. Oh, it wasn't great at match but I did get it up. What a oh. pickup! He's got a free. Oh, oh. oh, this is just oh. brilliant, Keane Kenny. What a pickup! Full time whistle goes. I think. Oh no, no, it's not. Is it? I don't know. I think he's given a penalty here, Brendan? I don't know what he's given. I don't know what well he's given. What a game! Two twenty-six to James Stevens. Five
2: sixteen. 30 That's points. thirty-two points. Thirty-one to thirty-two. I told it yeah. you that. Right. It's a free Pity, in here. Pity you're not a bookie when I've been going long on a few. Oh. Bob, you give me the wrong change.
1: Two twenty-six. Five sixteen. A well, one-point game, listen, and the village have a free. I think they do have a free. King Kenny's hair got knocked onto the ground. He still
2: kept going, and Brendan he flicked the ball up off the ground under pressure with his boot, straight up into
1: his hand, and then he got fouled. He no hurt in his hand or nothing when the foul was given now the but clock says class. The, t- the clock says 36 minutes in the second half we have to take away about a minute and a half of that for a water break plus a few knocks this is a very very important he's throwing it in Brendan he's thrown it in is he right well if Shamrock's win doesn't send it feel and get a goal they'll win the match but the village have been excellent in the second half Gavin Quincy he's thrown it in no Twenty. No, it's a free in it's is a, it? what's he doing he looks like Nigel Owens here at the moment There's a lot of hand signals oh, yeah. I I think he's throwing it in, is he, or is it a free out?
2: It's definitely not a free out. You know, it's it's either a free and he's throwing it in. He's having a meet. Uh, I don't know. He's having a toolbox talk here. I don't know what's happening. His arm is pointing in
1: the way. He's, he's telling, telling them that can have enough players behind the ball. Maybe here. It's a free you know. end. The ball's on the twenty-meter line. Luke Scanlon has the ball at his feet. Who's getting take care I think it's an indirect free. it's Brandon. an indirect free. That's what it is. Luke just throws it up, it up into, into the, the sky. Over towards the man wearing 21, which is Stephen Minogue. Oh, one by the Shamrocks it now. Here we go. Here we go. Shamrocks. Downfield it comes towards Niall Shortle. I said you'd never have them beaten if a sting at the tail. Out comes Richie Reed. Reed comes forward. TJ right Reed. Are we going to be level in John Locke Park? TJ Reed. It's, it's over. The, over power power a score. Level. the Shamrocks. They're unbelievable, Jeff. They are unbelievable. 2.26 the village were cruising oh. and now it's 2.26 to 5.17 and I make it level Eddie Scully it's a level game Brendan unless we're completely wrong with our maths whoever wins this ball is going to win the game hit, ooh, that's oh that's a free that's out that's a free out is it too far out for TJ he's on his he's going back to have a look Brendan he got a clatter Killian Corcoran yes so double checked people have been saying what's them two fellas up but you have to be careful we had problems in Croke Park with the scoreboard and Carlo and the Joe and Mac we don't want problems in Canada the scoreboard is perfect there's no problem with the scorekeeper Full credit to him and his officials. 2.26 is 32 points to James Stevens. And 5.17 to the Shamrocks is what it is. 5.17, 2.26. Eddie Scalley, if TJ Reid scores from here it'll be the most phenomenal game of hurling in the history you think of the St. Canice's Credit Union Senior Hurling League Group A round 5 this one but in the history of the competition what a mistake by Casey Lord I
2: said they're, they're A game commentator and the Z game <laughs> analyst but Brendan I tell you something I've absolutely thoroughly enjoyed this game 32 points apiece that's 5.17
1: oh. is 32 and by the way if you want to do commentary on hurling games you have to have a master's in mathematics oh. in the current climate now here's a free for TJ Reid he's 14 metres in from the sideline he's banged between his own 20 metre line and 45 he has no wind in his tail and if he sticks this over the bar it could be the winning point for Ballyhale Shamrocks drama, drama, drama at John Locke Park if it doesn't go over they'll have to get something for it here he is he's going to go for it TJ he's a mile from goal the lift the strike it's travelling it's travelling can they keep it in the Shamrocks they've kept it in it's gone out the full and time whistle goes and it's finished 5-17 to the Shamrocks 2-26 to James Stevens. Eddie Scully full credit to both teams but the village will be disappointed they let the Shamrocks back in but listen Shamrocks are Shamrocks they're all Ireland champions I did say they'd come with a sting in their tail there's a few wasps around firing stings at the moment they came with 10 stings in their tail ah, look, they put themselves just back into this
2: where the goals are coming from their own Keneally Evan Shefflin two lads you wouldn't expect to pop up with goals late in the game but it just shows you the class that Ballyhale have Never gone there. Own Cody finishing out that game with two goals and one, two, three, four, five, six points. TJ Reid, like the, the star players, all came to the fore there. And even in fairness to the, the, the James Stevens, last Luke scanned them five or six points today as well. Owen foil the Wides came back to Rue. James Stevens, there
1: first 10-15 minutes of that half there the 3 or 4 bad wives. 39 thing. minutes of play well we had 39 minutes of play boy 39 minutes from the start of the second half to the finish Village will be disappointed. point the moral of the story is Eddie they're all still in the championship and uh, with the, uh, Robbie and the boys have been doing their mathematics Eddie you didn't get much time to think about it's been a few epic performances finishing up there uh, their detailed menswear man of the match
2: yeah look Brendan you, you, you can't look any further Own Cody's after rocking up there with two goals and five points I know he was a little bit quieter in the second half but when Ballyhill needed it it was Owen Cody that stood up and buried that ball in the back of the net
1: great scoreline 226-517 you can't beat it it says the highest score in the league so far
2: <laughs> it's the highest score I've ever seen at a hurling match that I was at you're commentating a long time Brendan have you ever seen a scoreline like it
1: no only unless there was extra time added. I had a few games of this during the year including the Joe Mack but how and ever a great day at the office uh, sorry great day at the office for uh, the uh, Shamrocks meant to pull this one out of the fire to get a point here. The village get a point, and we're going to be going around the grounds to see everything else. Eddie, you have to respect the Carol and Michaeling Motors. Quick word, important game this evening at Mount Leinster Rangers two e not far out of a hurling championship, but a uh, home in prospect this evening.
2: Yeah, look, hopefully it'll be a, a good, a good close battle there. Both of us will be out, in, uh, one of us will be out in the quarterfinals next weekend, and one of us hopefully will be out in the semi-finals two weeks time. So best fingers crossed. It'll, it'll, best, it'll, best be, it'll, letters, it'll two, be a good sporting game. Two anyway. hurling
1: legends in front of me: Eamon Kennedy and John Ryan. Done, are going. To Hand back to the studio to see what's happening elsewhere. It's finished level here in John Locke Park. 5.17 to the Shamrocks, 2.26 to James Stevens. We do hope you've enjoyed it from John Locke Park. Let's see what happened elsewhere.
0: KCLR Live Sport. The St. Canis's Credit Union Kilkenny Senior Hurling League Round 5. James Stevens versus Ballyhale Shamrocks. With thanks to Jerry Comerford Drilling Limited. Well Drilling Services Pilltown. jerrycomerforddrilling.ie.